the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I have said to my listeners often, and I can say it because I'm not Protestant, I'm Jewish. So, therefore, I have no axe to grind. Protestants founded this country. And I am proud of, with all its flaws, I am proud of what they started. And I don't think Protestants are given enough credit. And I, I think your book is a very important uh, argument in that in that regard. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I don't think you can imagine the United States as it exists in anything like its present form if it wasn't for, yes. for that, that Protestant input. In it. I mean, it's not just what brings the pilgrims over in 1620. It's what then brings wave after wave of, of immigrants after that. And it also feeds that, that whole notion of, of the free society, free inquiry, limited government, all those ideologies as they're formed by Protestant radicals in Britain and in Germany, and which they can't fulfill in those countries, and they bring over to, to, to North America, and they find a way of living them out in a new way in, in, in the newly independent republic. Why, why, is, why aren't Protestants or Protestantism given the credit that it deserves? Uh, I, that would get me into the, the cultural politics, the way these things are talked about in the United States, which I've, I don't know too much about. Um, I, I think there's a sense that it's been so much that a traditional part of American national character that you know people have been you know maybe trying to overcompensate for that. Um, I, there was a quote I came across, which I, I think in the end I, I didn't use in the book, um, of FDR talking to a Catholic and a Jewish friend in 1942. Um, where he said, you, you know that this is a Protestant country and that the Catholics and Jews are only here on sufferance. He said that? He said that. And he's joking. Of course oh, okay, joking, fine. But, okay. But it, he's, he's, he's got a kind of barbed wit there. Right. Um, and I think there's, there was that set. I mean, the, the particularly right. anti-Catholic feeling in the United States right. was really strong for a long time. Correct, correct. Um, and, uh, I mean, you don't need to tell, me about, uh, tell you about anti-Jewish feeling. I think since, you know, really since the era of World War II, American society has, has really backed away from that, from those prejudices and the violence that went with them. And so reasserting that Protestant identity against that sort of background has felt, you know, just a bit icky, and people have been, have been a bit reluctant to do it. Maybe now those things are a couple of generations behind us, I hope we're getting to the point where it's possible to to talk in in a more sort of level-headed way about the significance that Protestantism has had and continues to have in American society, not just in American society, without saying that means that everybody else has to be driven to the margins. 
you uh, delineated at the beginning of the book a uh, four things that uh, you felt characterized Protestantism. One of them so was so powerful to me that it just clarified America in a way that uh, I, I had not fully thought about it, and that is they want to be left alone. And I realized that is the essence of America, That's and therefore of conservatism in America, is we want to be left alone. We don't want the government to tell us what to do except in the most extraordinary circumstances, like you can't murder, you can't steal, but otherwise leave me alone. And uh, I, I, that... that when as soon as I read that, I realized that is definitely a product of Protestantism. I, I absolutely think it is, and I'm, I'm really pleased that you pick up, picked up on that point. I think it, it was one of the things that I really discovered while researching this and t- I'm going through what's a, a 500-year-long story that goes all around the world, and I kept coming across this theme again and again, especially but not only in an American context. And it took Protestants a little while to get there, um, and sort of balanced against that sort of urge to be to be left alone, there's also an urge to tell other people what to do. And so you have had these more kind of theocratic Protestant societies that are trying to set themselves up as these sort of absolutist societies. And you can see how New England Puritanism was going that way. It yeah, had that, that's that tendency right. in it. But for you know, a range of reasons, after the kind of struggles against you know, religious oppression, which Protestants faced in a whole range of different places, um, not least from each other, the, this idea that, no, fundamentally what you want from the state, what you want from the government, it's for it to get out of your life and leave you alone, becomes a foundational principle for, for the United States. All right. Why, why did Protestants come up with this, though? Was there something inherent to Protestantism? It's partly just their experience of, of religious persecution and sort of demanding toleration. Um, but I think there is something deeper in that as well, because, I mean, I mean, Protestantism is this hugely varied group of, 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 of different you know, the churches and sects, which, I mean, you often struggle to find something they've got in common with each other. But the thing which I think they fundamentally have in common, what I think makes it sensible to, to talk about them as a single thing, is that they believe that the individual human soul stands directly before God. There's no intermediary. There's no, no churches or sacraments that can authoritatively put themselves between you and God. There's no chain of command. You answer directly to him and to nobody else. And if you believe that, then you, you've already rejected the notion that anybody can tell, anyone else can tell you authoritatively what to believe. Um, because... You know, you you've got as much of a direct line to God as anybody else. I, I think that is the origin. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.